0: Hey, what's up, Ocean Hills? I'm here with my wife, Natalie, and happy Valentine's Day from us. Uh, We're going to do a COVID love uh, marriage little talk uh, reflection here this morning. Natalie and I, those of you that don't know, we met in Mexico City. Natalie was a high school chemistry teacher, and I was working as a short-term missionary in Mexico. And a couple years later, we got married. Natalie was uh, going to Talbot Theological Seminary. I went to Fuller Theological Seminary. Then we got married. And uh, now, kind of the long... She is uh, a fifth-grade school teacher at Franklin here in Santa Barbara for almost the last 20 years. And uh, what? We're 37-plus years of marriage. So I'm going to jump right in. And uh, we were talking all week about this. How... How are marriages doing during COVID? I mean, when you think about COVID marriage, the stories that I'm hearing, the stories that I'm reading about is COVID is stretching us. It's stressing us out. It's straining relationships, not just marriage, but work relationships, friendships as well. Mm -hmm. Drinking's on the rise. Domestic violence is on the rise. Breakups are on the rise. Brokenness is kind of everywhere. And so how appropriate, if you're watching right now, that uh, here you are at a church service online, <laughs> and the place to turn during COVID and uh, strained, stressed out relationships is to turn to the living God. And I just I just believe that uh, marriage is hard work, even out of COVID, we've... We have uh, worked hard and been super, super intentional. There's a reason the wedding vows are for better or worse. I know you've had times when you're like, I guess this is what I signed up for. In sickness and in health, richer and poorer. We've been through all of that. And I think both of us would say it's the horizontal relationship or the vertical relationship with God. That impacts the horizontal. It's it's this staying connected, and I'd love Natalie just to start by talking about her relationship with Christ and how it's impacted her choices. It's impacted uh, how she's kind of made it through COVID, hmm. teaching on Zoom and being married to me. Why you haven't kicked me out or uh, divorced
1: <laughs> me? So, go ahead. Well, fortunately, our first church um, we had a great pastor, Kurt Peterson, and. I feel like his thematic message for the entire time we sat under him was grace. And at first in my Christ relationship, grace was something that um, I had to work at. So after John and I would have an argument and he would bring something back, I'd yell at him and say, that's not grace. But then you, you know, you keep walking with the Lord and you stay um, committed. You persevere. The discipline keeps you one foot in in front of the other. And then by the time you get to something like this horrific time, um, grace becomes a little bit easier to live throughout the day. So when I see coffee stains on the counter, instead of... (laughs) Wanting to go yell at John, I think to myself, just wipe them up. (laughs) Give him grace.
0: (laughs) And you've been awesome at that. I am so happy. She's groaning grace. (laughs) Um, You know, I, I just think, don't you think that it's true that the more that we experience God's grace personally in our own lives, then the more open that we are to extend grace. So when we've been touched by grace, when we realize I'm a piece of work, I'm not uh, the perfect husband, the perfect wife, the easiest to live with, even though I say I'm the Mm -hmm. easiest to live with. Um, (laughs) But once you realize and you're you're, you're willing to be real and authentic enough to own your own story and Mm -hmm. your own shortcomings, it's easier to extend grace because you've received grace and owned it.
1: And when you work with fourth and fifth graders who um, have their challenges academically, it is always fun to introduce the concept of grace to them as a whiteboard being erased and they get to start over.
0: Mm, That's good. So um, there's two words that we want to share with you. that. We think in terms of COVID marriage, if, if there are two virtues, two qualities that you could embrace, not 10, uh, <laughs> but two, that you take from this talk and you implement and you let God deposit them and build them into your life because God, they're godly qualities. They're, they're Christ-like qualities. It's about becoming more like Jesus. And here are the two qualities. It's be gentle and be generous, be gentle <laughs> and be generous. Both Christ-like qualities. Let's jump into them, be gentle. Jesus himself said in Matthew eleven twenty nine. 29, he said, I am gentle and humble in heart. That's who he was as a person. <laughs> that, that being like Jesus is becoming a gentler soul. Mm. It's extending gentleness to others. To the people mm-hmm. you live with, the people you're married to, the people you work with. And gentleness, by the way, uh, it's not weakness. In fact, mm-hmm. it takes strength to be a person that's not triggered, that doesn't fly off the handle. It takes self-control. It takes character, Christ-like mm-hmm. character, to extend gentleness mm-hmm. when you'd rather yell at someone, when you'd rather scold someone, shame someone, mm-hmm. Um And so I want you to listen to this, Uh, Proverbs 15, verses 1 and also 4, it says this, A gentle answer, a gentle answer turns away wrath. But a harsh word, talking about tone now, a harsh word, harshness is tone, Mm -hmm. a harsh word stirs up anger. Mm -hmm. It's like stirring the coals, Mm -hmm. you know. And, uh, and then it says, a gentle tongue, verse 4 of Proverbs 15. A gentle tongue is a tree of life. What does that mean? I looked it up. What does that mean? A gentle tongue is a tree of life. It, it, it means it brings healing. A gentle tongue brings healing to a relationship. And it goes back to the Garden of Eden. Where is that tree of life? It's in paradise. So when you're living with someone of gentleness that has a gentle tongue. Mm-hmm. Welcome to paradise. You wanna have a, mm-hmm. a, a marriage that's that's uh, thriving and flourishing. Don't look at your spouse, look at yourself and in the mirror mm-hmm. and say, am I becoming a gentler person? According to a study in USC in 2015, they examined hundreds of conversations of over 100 couples during marriage therapy sessions And here's what they found, that our tone of voice is the the key indicator of relationship success. How we talk to each other matters. And so this idea of gentleness means it's not vicious, it's not being harsh, condescending, dishonoring. Uh, Harville Hendricks, we read his book, Getting the Love That You Want. He said, if you want to be close, you can't be critical. If you want to be close, you can't be critical and harsh and judgmental and on the other person, okay? I'm gonna just tell the story. I have a friend in town who has a three-year-old son, and they also have a new puppy. (laughs) And uh, I'm not gonna mention any names, but their (laughs) three-year-old son was playing pretty rough with the puppy and poking and pulling and kind of hitting this puppy and uh, the puppy wasn't responding. <laughs> but here, I, I, I wanted to intervene, but I was, I was just, I was a guest uh, at the home, and, and all of a sudden I heard the three-year-old's mother intervene, and you know what she said to her three-year-old son? Be gentle. Be gentle, why? Why would she use those words to her three-year-old son who was terrorizing this little puppy? Be gentle. Why? Because I don't care if you're a dog or a human being. If somebody is poking and prodding and terrorizing you verbally, Mm. you're going to want to bark or bite back. And Mm. so gentleness, I love this quote, being gentle in your marriage is like investing pennies and getting dollars in return. You want to add anything to gentleness or should we jump to the next one?
1: Uh, Go ahead and jump.
0: All right, so be gentle. And number two, in becoming more like Jesus in your marriage and in your most important relationships, it's be generous. John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he what? He gave. He gave his only son. Talk about sacrifice. There's a generosity there in God the Father giving his son. And then in John 15, verse 13, do you remember those words? Jesus said to his disciples, his closest friends, he said, there's no greater love than, all ears up, Then what? There's no greater love than to lay down one's life for one's friends. Laying down your life, that's mm-hmm. being generous. That's being sacrificial. That's what love looks like. Mm-hmm. It's interesting, another study, the National Marriage Project from the University of Virginia, it found that couples who were more generous in their marriages mm-hmm. were at least one-third, 32, 33% more likely to be very, very happy in their marriages than marriages with lower generosity. And so when we talk generosity, we're not talking, <laughs> hey, it's Valentine's Day. I'm going to go buy Natalie 10 dozen roses uh, and like this big act of generosity, right?
1: Although lots of Christmas presents are very good.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> okay. Hey, Christmas presents work. Um but this idea that it's, according to John Gottman in his marriage research, it's small things often. Mm-hmm. The generosity of spirit isn't these big, spending a lot of money, it's small things often, small acts of service, small bids to connect, small invitations to do things together. Um, it could be anything <clears throat> that has that, that, that is saying I care about you. I'm listening to you. You're important to me. Mm -hmm. What's important to you is important to me. Mm. And so I was laughing as I made this list, but in our home, these kind of things happen. Uh, And it's learning to say yes. Hey, can you take the trash out? Can you turn the music off? Can you be in charge of dinner tonight? Can you go in the other room to talk on the phone? Do we have to have that light on? Do we have to have the air conditioning on? Do we have to have the heater on so high? Hey, can you roll up your window? Hey, can you drive slower? Can you take your shoes off when you come in the house? Can you dry that glass after you take a shower? Can you do something about all those papers that have been on the dining room table for the last two weeks? Dot, 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 dot. And you know, I think it's these little things that when we say yes, we're leaning in. Yes builds momentum. It's that generous, it's not that you or I are thinking, I'm going to be really generous and take out the trash. I think the generous spirit is the spirit that just continues to say yes to your partner, (laughs) to your friendships. Um, And... And so I think that's huge, small things often. When you think generosity today on Valentine's Day, Mm -hmm. what are the little things you can do often? It's not like, oh, okay, I'll do the dishes once. Small things often, Natalie, she, I mean, I'm embarrassed to say, she does the laundry, she changes the sheets, she makes me dinner or us dinner probably five or six nights a week. She works full-time. She pays our bills. She does lots and lots of small things often.
1: Big things. (laughs) And they're big things. The
0: little things are the big things. But maybe as we close, there's just a couple other thoughts on generosity and marriage. It also looks like initiating repair. Uh, Choosing to say... I'm so sorry for the way I handled that. Okay. I am so sorry that I wasn't gentle. I'm so sorry that I barked at you, that I snapped at you. Um, and it's choosing to forgive, mm-hmm. rather than live with resentment, rather than kind of create a cold war in your house for mm-hmm. three days or three weeks. It's um, I love this quote, the bigger person builds the bridge. Mm-hmm. Be the bigger person in your marriage, in your friendships. Build the bridge of repair. Be the first one to say, I'm so sorry. Oh, that Mm -hmm. that didn't turn out the way I wanted that conversation. Um, Or I'm sorry I forgot to do what I said I would Mm -hmm. do. And will you forgive me? Will you forgive me? Important Mm -hmm. words. Uh, And then maybe one last thing is just generosity in marriage looks like saying thank you over and over and over again. It, it, it's, hearing the words thank you never, mm-hmm. ever grows old, right? I mean, I know that I, I've been making the bed and you've been thanking me every day <laughs> and I hear it, I appreciate it. It's like you're acknowledging, mm-hmm. you're appreciating a small thing that I'm mm-hmm. doing.
1: What do you want to add? I think it's really important to remember that um, all, of, all of our life in Christ is a, is a process, So, we start off in one place and then we grow and we get better and we go backwards a little and we have seasons that aren't quite as gracious or graceful. But then we keep growing again and we always just have Christ, Christ in us, Christ through us, Christ with us. And that is the major difference between believers and non-believers. We have this ultimate helper. We have the Holy Spirit. We never have to go it alone. Drop the mic, man.
0: I can't even (laughs) add to that. Why don't we close in prayer? Oh, kind Father, we know that uh, these virtues of gentleness and generosity, that we are becoming more like Jesus when we're gentle, And generous, and we long for that right now. And I pray for that. I proclaim that over every marriage in our church, over every relationship, Mm -hmm. friendship, family, mother, daughter, Mm -hmm. father, son, uh, extended family, and work Mm -hmm. relationships. Lord, I pray that you would unleash in our people, Mm -hmm. in my life, in our marriage, a spirit of generosity and a spirit of gentleness that we would be open to receive your grace afresh Mm -hmm. and anew and that we would aim to continue as natalie just shared to grow in grace and not beat ourselves up when we stumble and fall but grace picks us back up and may we live that way with each other with our families, mm-hmm. and in our community. We need you, and we need a miracle of grace to happen right now
1: mm-hmm.
0: in our in our homes, in our workplaces, and in our community. And so we commit ourselves as the people of God to become people of grace, mm-hmm. people that are gentle and generous. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank you. Hey, thanks for tuning in with us. Um, Happy Valentine's Day. Go big, guys, in a small way.
1: Before you re-enter your day, we hope that you will take just a few moments to pause and respond
0: to what God has put on your heart through this message. Thank you again for listening to the Ocean Hills podcast. For access to more sermons, visit the Watch and Listen page on OceanHills.org or find them on the Ocean Hills app.